Delighted to be joined now by the chief of the Northern Regional Police Department and uh, have an opportunity to visit with him about a really, really cool thing that one of the local agencies is going to be joining. John Cecilia joining us. Chief, how are you? Good to have you back on the program. Hi, Rick. Uh, Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. This is really wonderful to be able to catch up. I think the last time that you and I talked on the program, we were talking about some work that was going on that you were trying to help a young man. I think he was six years old as they were going through trying to uh, help him with some transplant. I mean, you do all sorts of different things for the communities. But this time around, Chief, it is somebody in the community doing something for you and for somebody very important to you. Talk about what's going on this afternoon at 530. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, we um, we were approached by representatives of the Richmar Rotary, um, retired police sergeant uh, Jimmy Long from Shaywer Police. I've known him basically my entire life. I actually did an internship with him when I was in college. Hmm. Um, randomly got a phone call from uh, Jim. He, he's active with the Richmar Rotary and said that they wanted to do a donation to our police department. They were aware that we just uh, we got a new canine, Theo, and they wanted to supply him with a bulletproof vest. Just out of the blue, you get that phone call. Completely out of the blue. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, really blew us away. We we're um, really taken back. Very appreciative. Um, just very, very. We're, we're very fortunate. The community that we, you know we work in, how supportive the community is. And this is just another example of that. If you had to go out and buy that, what would it cost the department? Oh, well, at least 1500 to $2,500. I mean, they're, they're expensive. Uh, they're custom made for each dog. You know, just like a human, each dog is um, different, needs to be sized. Um, it takes, you know, just we just hired a few new officers. It took us almost two months to receive their ballistic vest. Uh, same thing with the dogs. It, it takes a significant amount of time to be fitted. And uh, as you can imagine, it, it, maybe a dog is not as cooperative when they're trying to be fitted. I'm, I'm certain of that. And these are high energy dogs on top of that. So sitting still is not necessarily part of their DNA. I know sometimes, you know, how many different canines do you have now in the force? We we have we only have one. We, is that right? This is our th- yeah. This is our third canine that we've had. Uh, we've always had a traditional shepherd, uh, Malawas, but we decided to go with the Labrador breed um, this go around. And reason being is our, our primary focus is for tracking. Um, we have a lot of senior living facilities. Uh, both of our school districts, Pine Ridge, primarily in North Allegheny, um, they're well known for their uh, programs with children on the spectrum, uh, autism spectrum, and both of those uh, groups have a tendency to wander off. And it, it occurred to us, you know, that would, that's tragic. And we want to be able to get, um, you know, whenever those people back to their loved ones as soon as possible, if unfortunately they do wander off. How long does thought, it take Labrador to... Would, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Chief, go ahead. No, I thought we just thought a Labrador would be best suited for that tracking purpose. Right. How long does it take to actually get them trained to the point that they can go to work for the force? Uh, CEO, they they started the process back in November of 22, and then he was finally uh, on the road, I want to say the beginning of February, so a couple months. You know, there are certain types of dogs that are uh, a ball drive, right? That they are looking for a toy or they're looking for a ball, and that's really what gets their attention. Others are food-driven. We've got a Labrador right now, and I'm guessing yours is probably food-driven like ours, yes? 
Well, yeah. Well, Theo's driven by anything. He's a puppy. So, um, you know, yeah, rub his belly, feed him, throw the ball. I mean, he, he's uh, he's a very driven, enthusiastic dog. Yeah, that is awesome. So give us a sense for where your department stands, where other departments stand in western Pennsylvania when it comes to funding. And how much do you rely on the generosity of the public like what's happening here at the Rotary Club? Well, you know, each each department's different in this region. Um, you know, we're very fortunate to, to work in an area that's, you know, is, people are doing well. Um, but, you know, just like everywhere else in the country, though, it, it's we're going through some tough economic times. Um, it, it's amazing, though, you would not know that in our community with the generosity that we received, you know, through the pandemic, uh, the economic downturn. Uh, the donations have been, you know, they never slow down. Um, we're very fortunate. I can't speak for all departments, but uh, speaking for ours, we're just very, very lucky to, to have the community uh, support that we do. Visiting with Chief for the Northern Regional Police, John Cecilia, here on KDKA Today. So what happens today at 530? Is that when the vest will be presented or is that when money is going to be presented to the department and then you take it from there? Yeah, so we, we already had Theo's already been uh, fitted for the vest, but like I said, it takes takes some time. We are going to be presented with the, the check today, uh, but the, the process has already been started. But today is more of a formality to receive the funds and to publicly thank uh, the members of the Richmond Rotary. I know that one of the other things that you like to do is extend a, a hand of fellowship to the community and, and open these sorts of things up. Will this be an opportunity for the public to be there and, and see what's going on as well? Or is this going to be a, a private event for just the Rotary Club and for the police department? It's more of a private because it is it is being catered for a small group. Um, I know having the, the police board, some local elected officials, some uh, state representatives, uh, as well as members of the uh, the Richmar Rotary. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I'm not sure how much uh, they, they budgeted for the for, for the catering. So yeah, right. I'm not sure right. Open that up to the general public, but what are the biggest issues that you're dealing with right now? Are are you finding staff okay? How many do you have in the academy coming your way? How many spots do you have open? Where do you stand with that right now, Chief? Yeah, um, you know, again, we're we're just a microcosm of the whole uh, country. Uh, everyone is seeing the, the shortage and, and the, the academies do not have the, the attendees like they used to. And it's a trickle down effect. I mean, you know, that's where we get our candidates either from other you know, departments that are working part time or from the academy. And the numbers are um, dwindling. Uh, we, we have 41 officers right now today. We just hired three new officers. Uh, I feel we we're very fortunate to find those three. I feel like they were the top um, of the group that we we interviewed and did background checks on but yeah the numbers all across the region and all across the country for that matter are, are definitely um ca causing concern uh amongst my colleagues and as you have the challenges of back to school and things like that are you dedicating officers as school resource officers there in the in the district and and sort of what's your relationship with uh, pine richland we have, we have a great relationship with pine richland we do have a school resource officers that's dedicated to the district um you know, our officers, they walk through the schools uh, at least once, twice a day, uh, all the various schools. Uh, we're very active in following the school buses in the morning. We, we have officers uh, for 
when kids arrive at school and whenever they leave. So we, the, the, our children are our number one priority in our, in our community. And we, I think it's reflected with how our relationship with the school district. Well, Chief, congratulations on taking a phone call from a stranger, not a stranger, but from somebody you hadn't <laughs> seen in a little while. And all of a sudden something good turns out. You know, it's uh, another perfect example of why Pittsburgh is really someplace special because just out of the blue, somebody is doing something nice for someone else. And this is a perfect example of that. So congratulations and, uh, and be sure to tell the, the folks at uh, the Rotary Club how much it is appreciated for all of us in uh, the Western Pennsylvania region that they're that they're looking out for others. Rick, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. It's really nice to be talking about good news for a no, change. Absolutely, and it's really good to have you on the program. Stay safe, and congratulations on uh, on the addition of three new officers to your force. That's great news. Thank you, Rick. Yep, Take thank care. you, Chief. Joining us here from the Northern Regional Police Department, talking about something really great that's happening in our communities.